We're off to Hong Kong and uh, Asian news with Peter Lewis. Hello, Peter. Hello, Andrew. How are you? Very good. She's all going China. We've got some, you know, zero COVID lockdowns happening all over the place. Meanwhile, the stocks have been very volatile. Absolutely. Um, Well, we've had another surge of infections now on mainland China. Uh, over 4,000 cases um, a day, a couple of days this week, um, particularly in the, the northeastern uh, province of Jilin. But also there's been a big surge in uh, Shenzhen as well, with the result that there's been a sort of partial lockdown of Shenzhen, um, city of uh, 14, 15, uh, 17 million people. And they're going to test every single one of those 17 million residents over a period of uh, 12 or 15 days, three times. Uh, to try and get rid of this. Um, so that's affected. Shenzhen is the high tech uh, center of China. So we have some big uh, tech companies uh, there like Tencent and Alibaba. Um, also, Apple's iPhone assembler, Foxconn, has its headquarters in uh, Shenzhen as well. So those factories have, uh, have closed down and they've been busy assembling the latest iPhone 13. So this is going to affect uh, supply chains. Uh, and Shenzhen is also a big port uh, as well. So it could have well affect uh, transportation and shipping uh, to other parts of the world. Shenzhen processes about 10% of the containers shipped from China in any month. Uh, so this is quite a significant lockdown that's going on there. Yes, it is. But meanwhile, Hong Kong stocks continued a spectacular rally. Well, it's been, I think, probably the most volatile week ever for Chinese stocks listed in Hong Kong, over on the mainland in Shanghai and Shenzhen, and also in New York. There's a lot of Chinese companies listed in New York as well. Uh, a couple of days on Monday and Tuesday, uh, there was a, a big crash in Chinese stocks, wiped off about one and a half trillion dollars in value uh, in two days, and we've seen about four and a half trillion dollars now lost in the value of Chinese shares listed around the world since the peak last year. But then on Wednesday, uh, China's state council stepped in, which is the China's cabinet. Uh, Vice Premier Liu He, who is responsible for economic and financial matters, basically said at the, the cabinet meeting that they were going to take steps to keep the stock market stable. They were going to support overseas share listings. He also indicated that this crackdown on the uh, the large tech companies, the platform companies that's been going on for almost a year now, was coming to an end. Uh, and they were also going to take efforts to support the property sector, which has really been hammered uh, in recent months. So it sort of hit all the right buttons in terms of concerns that investors have about the, uh, the Chinese markets. Uh, and it lit a fire under the equity markets. There was this enormous rally. The Hang Seng rocketed 9% higher uh, on Wednesday. Its best day since 2008. The tech index surged by a record 22% in, uh, in just one day. And then that continued into Thursday. And now uh, they're starting to go back down again. The Hang Seng's down about 5% uh, at the moment this morning. So a hugely volatile day, uh, volatile week for Chinese markets. Meanwhile, the Chinese economy. Uh, the figures that came out recently, uh, uh, I love this quote. The figures so exceeded expectations and were almost so miraculously good that they prompted derision on social media as analysts questioned their veracity. I mean, how good were these figures? Unbelievably good. Uh, and if you think, take into account the fact that the Chinese economy is slowing, um, we've also had this regulatory crackdown on some of the biggest sectors and now another outbreak of COVID. Despite that, uh, retail sales... 
which grew. Uh, what, what happens at the beginning of the year is they combine the figures for January and February because of the Lunar New Year holiday. Uh, and in that period, retail sales grew by almost 7% compared with just 1.7% growth in December when economists had been expecting retail sales uh, to slow. Industrial production, which measures activity at China's factories, uh, grew 7.5% uh, a year earlier, way, way above uh, any analysts' uh, forecasts and even investment in things like uh, machinery, property, equipment rose by over 12%, despite the fact that the housing market has collapsed uh, and there's been about a 33% collapse in housing sales. So economists have had a huge problem trying to reconcile these official figures that come from China's National Bureau of Statistics with what other people are seeing on the ground in another anecdotal uh, economic evidence, which suggests uh, that the economy is slowing um, at quite a rapid rate. So it, it really has put a big question mark. I mean, there's always been some concerns about, about the accuracy of, um, of economic data, but this has really sort of highlighted that. Um, and, and economists, private economists at various securities firms and, and other types of firms uh, are really scratching their heads in disbelief <laughs> at how these numbers have come about. Oh, yeah. Uh, magnificent, don't you love it? Um, and how's the weather? Uh, well, we're moving into spring, so it's getting much warmer now, starting to get quite humid um, again. So the temperatures are up around 25, 26 degrees. So winter's over. Uh, the warm and humid weather uh, is on its way back. Beautiful. Give my love to the cable car and go up the mountain for yeah, me. Yeah, we've got a new one. Oh, do you? We've got a new yeah, we've got a brand new uh, tram that goes up to the peak, the peak tram. Oh, wow. Loving it. Uh, yeah, well, I miss it dearly. Can't wait to get back there. Uh, Peter, thank you so much for your time.